Da, da, da. Welcome to the Home Time Show podcast. During the live show, we barely talked about football. Uh, you'll have known from the previous episode of the Home Time Show podcast uh, that we were very concerned about uh, Everton versus Arsenal, our two teams, uh, going head-to-head. Bush's team, Everton, turned out to be the victors, not the way that either of us uh, saw it going. It was a good job we didn't watch together last night. Oh, it, I, I got told off twice, I think, by my other half, Katie, for blue language in the lounge <laughs> when uh, two of Richarlison's goals got chalked off. Uh, but when Damari Gray's winner went in, I, I I was like a man possessed. I think I would have got into a fight at the restaurant that you were in. Well, there's the there's the thing. We were going to watch in a restaurant together. You would absolutely have been chucked out. Was it all Arsenal fans in there? That yeah, everyone, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, was a very, it was a very, very partisan crowd. <laughs> um, and, and knowing the temperament that you have that I love and respect you for, it wouldn't have worked. My glasses would have been smashed. <laughs> That's what would have happened. But I'd have loved every minute. <laughs> Cheers for listening. Hope you're having a good Tuesday so far. High drama on our street in Leon C in the past 24 hours. Uh, next door's cat got stuck in the chimney of the house across the road. Ooh. Unbelievable scenes. People running around, a lot of chatter on the, uh, the name of our street, nearly gave it out, uh, Facebook page. We've got our own little Facebook group. Uh, and the poor little thing had been out all night, apparently, and its owner could hear it kind of like meowing this mo- yeah. in the morning. And it turns out it got itself stuck. The people who have got the house across the road have got like a, a sideways-on-half pipe over yeah. the top of their chimney to stop stuff going down it. And I don't know how the cat got up there, but it was stuck like a sausage, its head poking out the top, and its little feet coming out the other end, and it was literally wedged there like a draft excluder. So the owner could hear it somewhere, but not see where it was, I guess. Well, this is it, and it was high drama because we were like, oh, my God, what if the person who owns that house cranks up a fire because it's freezing cold, and they'd be like, you know, smoked cats. So the cat's all right? The cat, the the heroic guy from the house across the road, by the way, because we thought, we're going to have to get the fire brigade out. Yeah. And do fire brigades go and rescue cats still? Was that a myth? I hope they do. Well, we thought we are going to have to get the fire brigade out, but the bloke in the house next door climbed onto the roof and freed the cat, oh. who tried to attack him, which was a little bit like, you know, thankful oh. for this guy saving you. Wow. So the cat's all fine, but I thought, what a fantastic setup for home time. First hour tonight on this show, Tuesday night, stuck stories. <laughs> so if you've been stuck anywhere or animal stuck in stuff is interesting, Kitty says on Twitter, uh, my rotty Rottweiler, Ashen, got his head stuck in the cat flap. Had to grease him with butter to slide his massive head back out, which he thought was the best thing ever. He broke four cat flaps getting his head stuck in them over a period of one year. <laughs> of course he's going to if he knows he's going to get butter smothered all over him. It's one of the best things in life, isn't it? <laughs> one of life's little treats. So if you've got a good stuck story in honour of the cat who's now safe in Leon C, we want to hear it tonight on the show. Richie, have you ever been stuck in anything major? Uh, a flume, once. Oh no, like, yeah. a, like a flume swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What yeah in one of them bigger days, my own fault really. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. that's horrible, isn't it? And the crushing thing was 20 minutes later overhearing some kids going, that's the I was telling you about. So, <laughs> like, oh, cheers, yeah. Cheers. Ban, ban from the Swindon Oasis. So, how did they get you out? Was it like pull your feet down or send people down behind no, I had you? To go, I had to crawl back up. Oh, the indignity. It's like a reverse burr. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly that. Yeah, never got to experience what that flume was like as well. I almost, I almost feel like we should wear an armband for you for that. That's just terrible. Are you, have you got your weird rag going on flumes now? You're, you're a different sized gentleman to what you used to be. I've not been on one since. You should need to get it back out there. I don't think so. Still haunts him, folks. Still haunts him. 
Charlotte says, two months ago, I went to plug my phone charger in and somehow I managed to get my arm stuck down the side of the corner of the sofa and had to get my mum to come home and move it so I could get my arm back out again. Now, imagine if that was me and I took it as badly as they did the flume. I'd never be able to sit on a sofa again. Your world would be getting smaller by the Awful. second. Uh, Sharon says, my daughter sneezed very loudly while I was getting something out of a freezer in a popular supermarket. <laughs> I fell in. <laughs> I had to climb out myself because everyone was too busy laughing. Bob Haverhill in Suffolk says, my brother got stuck in the bathroom and was set free by some Jehovah's Witnesses who alerted the neighbour who had a key. That's the calibre of story we're after tonight, folks, after the cat from next door on our street got stuck in the chimney of the house across the road. Uh, Craig says, I was on a guided tour of Edinburgh Castle. We got shown a huge cannon called Mons Meg. Ooh. I thought it would make a great photo if I was to climb inside. That's what you normally do, it's a normal thing to do. Tour guide moved on as I struggled to get in and got stuck. It took several staff desperately pulling me out. Imagine getting stuck in a cannon. This is amazing. Uh, We've got Helena on the line. Uh, Tell us your stuck story, Helena. Ah, well, I was trying to find a job fresh out of university and staying with my sister for the night. Her flatmate didn't know I was there in the morning and locked me in. And uh, too high to climb out the window, and no way out. And, uh, yeah, so I was doing bar work in Bournemouth, and it was a bit late that night. Wow, thanks (laughs) thanks for being honest enough to come on the show to say that you were too high on whatever you were taking to be able to get out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they never let me uh, loose in the the, uh, cage where they kept all the spirits afterwards. They said that I'd get locked in. And why did you not call anyone? Because I had no mobile phone, and there was no phone in the flat. Oh, I could see a phone box out the window down the road. It was teasing me. Wow, th- this <laughs> getting trapped in a house must be the weirdest thing. How, how, did you really panic? It must have been awful. Well, uh, I didn't panic so much. Just, uh, yeah, just basically tried to raid the fridge and only found jam to make sandwiches with and <laughs> watched a lot of really exciting TV. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Wow, what a miserable experience that is. <laughs> didn't even get the chance well, of a fun time when you stuck. I, I don't stay around my sister's flat anymore. So, Fair yeah. player. I wouldn't advise <laughs> you either. No, no. <laughs> That's a great story. Thank you. Thank you very much. As you come to the end of your working day, little date for your diary. Week Friday, the virtual office Christmas party is back. Oh. Uh, Feeder and Seagulls will be our live bands. You'll choose the musical day with an all-request guarantee. Uh, there's going to be a secret Santa as well. Date for your diary. If you haven't got one this year or you have a rubbish one or maybe you work alone, Friday 17th of December for our virtual office Christmas party. Chance to photocopy your backside at 6pm as well. We'll work on that. In the meantime, we're talking about stuck stories after the cat from next door got stuck in the chimney of the house across the road. Uh, have you got a stuck story? Helen says, when I was 14, I was waiting outside the metro station to be picked up by my mum. I was leaning against the barrier when my mum arrived. I went to move and found my knee had become stuck in the barrier. Nothing would move it and it began to swell. There was nothing for it uh, to do other than call the fire brigade. They arrived with lights and sirens just as the next train with more of my school friends came in. Oh. 30 years later, I still walk past the damn barrier. She said a worse word. It's still there with the bend in it that the fireman put in it with a crowbar to get my knee out. Brilliant. Love that. Uh, Jade says I got stuck in a sunbed when there was a power cut. Oh, my God. That's awful. (laughs) I had to squeeze out of a very small gap as the lid did not open automatically. In the nude. I haven't read his full text, but Robbie says he got stuck in a spinning cup, uh, which at a fairground, which were designed for smaller children. (laughs) It's a little bit like your flume story. Yeah. It's a similar kind of vibe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adults near kids things, just just beware. There's a reason why we don't do them. I, I think he can't go on them anymore either, like <laughs> you with the flumes. <laughs> uh, Amy, tell us how you got stuck. Oh, so I must have been about 13 at the time. A friend and I went to um, call for one of our mates. She wasn't home. 
so we waited for her in the park around the corner from your house. Right. I was obviously just quite bored, so I was like, I'm going to tie myself to a tree with the drawstring from my joggers. Amy, do you mind me asking what area you, you're from or where this where this is? Um, I'm in Pembrokeshire in uh, South West Wales. So is that how people entertain themselves in South West Wales? <laughs> it's a dull afternoon, tie yourself to uh, a tree with a drawstring from your joggers. <laughs> they go through joggers like nobody's business. Non-stop jo- just Can't j- re-thread that drawstring. Joggers just try to tie to trees everywhere you look. <laughs> and then what? Was, what happened then? So I um, thankfully then we managed to get hold. I had to. I was, I was quite abandoned then. So my mate called on. Um, she was home again. Thankfully, she. My mate ran around the corner to call for my mate. She then had to bring her dad to come and cut me off this tree. How do you start that conversation? Can you come down the park? Amy's tied herself to a tree with her jogger's drawstring. It's probably, uh, Dad, uh, Amy's done it again. That's probably what it would be like. <laughs> to be honest, it was something like, it's something that I do. It's just like, oh, I need that again. <laughs> Amy, um, how, you don't mind us asking how old are you now? I'm 29. Has this happened recently, or have you have you managed to control this? No, no, no I'm over the whole uh, the whole joggers drawstring fiasco. Thankfully, well yeah. done, good. You've 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 done yourself proud. <laughs> uh, stay safe out there. Storm Barra uh, is uh, what's across the UK at the moment. Storm Barra. Storm Barra. Uh, last week it was uh, Storm Arwen. It's Storm Corrie. Whenever the next one is, well, it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Uh, then it will be Dudley and Eunice. I could go on. They're just all so random. Here's the thing, right? So these storms, uh, they name the set of storms every year. Uh, the UK and the Irish Met Office get together, chuck a load of names, come up with the storms for the season so everyone knows what they're going to be sequentially. Well, like who or how? How are they doing this? That's it. There's, there's, there's no system. They just chuck old names in a pot. Could be anything. There's no connection between any of them. It's a joint venture between the Irish Met Office and the UK Met Office. It's all so random. So what we need is we need something a little bit more connected, Uh a bit more uniform, uh, so we're all on top of this. Uh, So the system that we would like to put uh, before you on home time this evening, and I think you'll you'll get involved with this, is to to completely just scratch these names. We'll start from scratch. Yeah, I like that. Going forward, A to Z. And the way we will generate these storm names is by you telling us the name of the first scent you wore. And at least we'll know going forward to what the formula is. So just put storm before the first ever perfume or aftershave you ever had in your entire life. So I've got eye covered off. Uh, it will be Storm Insignia. Oh, what a choice that is. <laughs> That's Sports casual. <laughs> yeah, very much uh, uh, the GCSE A-level era that was. I would like to put forward Storm Jupe. <laughs> Thought I was a little bit fancy back in the late 80s, that's for sure. Uh, so let's let's put together a new list of hometime storm names. We'll come up with the A to Z, and then that'll be it for this storm season going forward. Grace says Storm Blue Stratos. Now, there's going to be quite that? quite a discussion to be had over the naming of the B storm, because there's a lot of people coming through with Storm Brute. Uh, Alan oh. amongst many. Brute, Aquatonic, an absolute classic. They can both share it, because they're both damn good. <laughs> Matt in Kettering uh, suggested Storm High Karate, which I reckon has got a bit of a kick to it. Do you know what, if, if your, your, your caravan was, uh, you know, turned on its side, you wouldn't mind if it was High Karate, Not did really, it? Not really, no. Do you know what I mean? Get around that. And then you got Storm Old Spice. Uh, now, I think even the, the branding of Old Spice was like a ship in a storm, yes. wasn't it? So that would definitely work. This makes sense. You can understand what they're all about. Pam says, uh, Storm Opium. Just tell us what well, the first scent was that you wore and put Storm before it and see if it works. Sky Sports hunk Ed Draper. Oh, has tweeted the show to say Storm CK1. I bet he did. 
a hit with the ladies, and Lapa says Storm links Africa. We've got Stu on the line. What was your fragrance? What's your Storm, Stu? Yeah, storm Paco Rabanne. <laughs> <laughs> Very old, exotic yeah. Storm. <laughs> now, are we naming that under P or R bush? What do you reckon? I can pee, but a pee, but a pack of Raban. <laughs> you were quite sophisticated then, Stu. First fragrance being right up there in the big leagues with Paco oh, yeah. Raban. Definitely. I mean, it didn't have the best smell, as we all know, but it was all right for refilling your zip or lighter in an emergency. For... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know what's going on there. Just you. <laughs> my first aftershave was a little promo bottle of Fahrenheit that my mum got for me when I was six. All I cared about at the time was football and the Thundercats, <laughs> uh, says Charlie. Uh, we Simpler wa- times. <laughs> we want to hear from you. What was the first scent you wore? Because we think that that could generate some new storm names. We think that the ones we've had so far, Arwen, Barra, they're a bit unconnected, a bit random. We want to connect all these names up. About, you know, Going forwards now, when you, you hear of the next storm coming, you think, Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Storm Blue Stratos. That's it's, it's another scent. Someone's aftershave from ages ago. Kelly says Storm Eden. That's good. It looks good. And then uh, Gregor, who says he's in the middle of Storm Barra in the Scottish borders, says Storm Quorum. Home bargains finest. Very good. I'm not sure this one that's come in has, has actually got the sound of a storm to it. Storm So Kiss Me. Is that actually a... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so Kiss Me. <laughs> What a f- is that a genuine scent? A genuine scent. Storm, so kiss me. That's what, it's fairly direct, isn't it? <laughs> really uh, storm denim, says Jen. Oh, we're asking you to yes. rename the storms, but we're using the first, uh, the first scent that you wore. I think uh, it'll connect everything up a little bit better. She says, storm denim, and yes, I am a lady wearing a man's aftershave. I just like the smell. Is that a thing? Is that a thing that happens where, where like, a lady wears a man's aftershave and a man wears a lady's perfume? Why, why not? Anything goes. Anything goes. Please tell us about it. Nick in Stokes says, Storm Jazz. You can't beat that black and white bottle from Yves Saint Laurent. These are great. It's home time with Bush and Richie. It's the show that's got a radio station for every decade. And right now, it is time to literally jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Can you answer questions from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win £500, a much-coveted prize. It's been a long time since we've had a winner. On the line, hoping to change that, we have the lovely Kath. Welcome to the show. Hello, Kath. That's a bright and breezy hello. I've had a day off today, so I'm quite full of energy. OK, and uh, has Storm... Uh, what's the storm called again? Barra. Has Storm Barra, Barra been causing trouble where you are? It's a little bit breezy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm hearing a Scottish accent, so uh, what we down south might be uh, thinking is horrendous. <laughs> For you, you're classing it as it's a, it's a little bit breezy. Yeah. Anything below 50 mile an hour winds is just a breeze. Fair enough. Look at that statement of intent. <laughs> Hard as nails. Brilliant. Well, good to have you on. Uh, right, Kath, here's the rules. We're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. You have 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, and when the time is up, the game ends. Make sense? Yes, it does. Uh, we do need to warn you that uh, whatever uh, decade you end up in, if you don't make your way through the time loop, you get trapped there for the rest of your life. You've signed the paperwork, you're happy with that, Kath? I am. Brilliant. Which decade would you like to start in? Uh, let's just start at the beginning with the 60s, please. All right. OK, Kath, good luck. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 
60s, which legendary artist released the song Like a Rolling Stone in 1965? Bob Dylan. Correct. 70s, which 1979 film was based on The Who's 1973 rock opera of the same name? Pinball Wizard or Tommy? No. Which 1979 Tommy. film was based on The Who's 1973 rock opera? Oh, um... Big Coats and Scooters. Big Coats and Scooters and that. Oh, um... Um, 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 um. I don't know what I was Think the number four. Think the number four. Quadrophenia. Yes. Yes. Uh, the 1980 Olympics were boycotted by 66 countries. What city was it held in? Moscow. Correct. 90, Sick Boy, Spud and Begbie are characters from which Danny Boyle directed? Yes. Correct. <laughs> Naughties, Johnny Wilkinson won England the World Cup in which sport in 2003? Rugby Union. I'll give you that, but time is up. Oh. oh no, you are lost in time. Courtesy of Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. What a rally towards the end, Kath. What an amazing rally, but unfortunately you are trapped in the 2010s, which ain't a bad place to be. You've got five right. OK, well, that's not too shameful. You, oh, no, there's no shame in what you've done. Quadrophenia got a little bit sticky for you, but you did very, very well there, Kath. Another time you would have done that. And I tell you what, uh, and, and the number four, raising its head again in this show after fourth floor <laughs> from Richie yesterday. It's been a week of fours. <laughs> uh, right, uh, Kath, hard luck. Uh, no winner today, so we'll play again tomorrow. And if you can't wait until then, you can play the Through the Decades game on your Amazon smart speaker right now by turning to it and saying, open the Through the Decades game. to the people behind the brilliant game Catan we have a fantastic prize for you to win love this music this is our Catan music uh, Catan or Settlers of Catan one of the first board games I ever learned to play back 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 in the day when I started getting into this hobby uh, an easy learn uh, easy to learn game that can be played by anyone uh, it's an iconic game in that you try to be the dominant force in the island of Catan and trade your way to win Okay. That's just how it is. It was great fun when we played it on our uh, board game night, and that's why we've decided to do it all again. Uh, but with you guys this time, uh, for your chance to be at uh, a VIP table at our board game evening uh, next February, all you've got to do is play our version of Catan that we're about to put uh, a bit of a radio spin on. Uh, the evening itself is going to be called Bush and Richie's Board Game Bonanza. It's a great name. So we've done that. If you're the winner, uh, you'll win a table for you and three mates to come to London. We'll pay for your train travel, uh, put you up in a luxury hotel, send you on a uh, send you a board game bundle uh, that will include Ticket to Ride Europe and Dixit and Dobble and, of course, Catan. More importantly, on the night, you'll also play some board games with myself and Richie with some cocktails and canapes to toast the evening too. It's Ooh. just our kind of evening. Uh, there may, of course, be one or two surprises along the way as well. Uh, two callers to play, that's what we need. So if you want to win your way to our board game bonanza, call us now, 03301231215. The number again, 03301231215. You've got until 6.15 to call us. All the terms and conditions at absoluteradio.co.uk. And it's all thanks to the iconic game Catan, the legendary game of trading and development. Travel to a rich island, put down settlements, harvest and trade resources and invest in upgrades to become the most prosperous colony around. Uh, Richie, the five main resources, as you will remember from our games night, of yeah. Settlers of Catan are sheep, wheat, wood, brick and ore. What's your favourite out of them? Favourite resource? Sheep. 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 Universal, isn't it? 
what for jumpers or for? Well, you're getting you get out of your sheep. You're getting your clothing. You're also getting your food, aren't you? And would that be because I've had problems with this in the past? Lamb. The, the difference between lamb and sheep is age. Yeah, yeah. So what would you be eating then on this? If you're on the island of Catan, you're in a little clearing. You've got all the sheep. You've hoarded them up. You've got jump. You got more jumpers than you need. You don't need any more jumper, any more knitwear. You're eating the sheep. What are you technically having? Lamb. Yeah, but they're older though, aren't they? They're called sheep. This is the problem. This is why it's so confusing. Right, right, I'll just go or. There you go. It just gets too difficult. We're playing Radio Catan next. To win, all you have to do is answer as many questions about cities, roads and featured game resources as possible. That could be anything from agriculture to ports to forests, that kind of stuff. Uh, Each player answers as many questions as they can until they say settle. See what we've done there? To indicate that they're happy with the number of correct answers that they have. Uh, the player with the most points and who has answered the most correct questions before saying settle wins the game. If you get a question wrong, however, you settle with nothing. Oh! Uh, on the line right now, two players, let's meet them. Hello, John. How are you, John? Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, we understand, John, you're in the car with your other half, is that right? Oh, now in the house. We've moved. <laughs> OK, fantastic. So what's your other, what's your other half called? Uh, Jessica. Okay, so Jessica, your support there for this. That's good. Good to speak to you. And let's go to the other line and say hi to Emma. Hello. Hey, Emma, where are you? Uh, I'm at home with my son. Okay, storm level at the moment. Is it okay outside or, or pretty stormy? Uh, not so stormy, a bit wet, a bit windy, uh, with bloody roads. Thank yeah. you very much for the weather update. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, look, uh, you know the rules, both of you. So, during the last couple of songs, we have recorded the questions and answers off air so that you guys couldn't hear each other. Uh, let's see how you both got on. So, it'll be John that we'll hear first. Is John. Right, John, your first question. Question number one. What is the capital of America? Washington, D.C. Moving on to the next question. Question two. The Gravelly Hill Interchange, or Gravely Hill Interchange, in Birmingham is better known by what nickname? Spaghetti Junction. Correct. Yes. Question three. What is the highest mountain in the UK? Everest. Is incorrect. (laughs) John's wife laughing her head off at him there in the background. So two for you there, John. Oh, dear, John, be never settled. Uh, So let's see how our second contestant got on. Let's hear how Emma got on. There we go. Right, Emma, your first question. Number one, what is the capital of America? Washington. Correct. Two, the Gravely Hill Interchange in Birmingham is better known by what nickname? Spaghetti Junction. Correct. What is the highest mountain in the UK? Oh, so. So, we have a winner, but just. Neither of them great with their uh, mountaineering knowledge, but Emma, congratulations, because you settled, you have won the VIP table at our board game night in February. We will see you at Bush and Richie's board game Bonanza. Ah, 
fantastic. Thank you. That's great. Knowing, well knowing when to settle is a very key skill in life, that's for sure. Uh, we, we will see you at the board game night. Uh, John, unfortunately, your, your wife yeah. laughing at you there, uh, you didn't do very well, but we loved having you on. Thank you very much. Cheers. And what a wonderful, supportive relationship you guys have, and we, we salute you for that. <laughs> it's the best. Thank you very much. Well, on that bombshell, I saw thanks to Catan, the legendary game of trading and development, travel to a rich island, put down settlements, harvest and trade resources, and invest in upgrades to become the most prosperous colony around. Uh, as is always the way with this show, just clearing out some of the mess that we've uh, left behind. Um, uh, John's texted to say, Gravely Hillbush, were you thinking about your dinner? It did. When I was reading out, I was thinking, that does sound tasty. <laughs> but I think I might have got the name wrong. I've never heard it. Have you, when you're Mr. Travel here, have well, you heard of that before? Spaghetti Junction I've heard of, but of course that was the question, wasn't it? But I, I, I would have... Yeah, never heard. Never heard of Gravelly Hill before, but you learn a new thing every day. Uh, and then Patrick in Basingstoke says, I'm an ex-sheep farmer, it would be mutton that you were eating after the earlier sheep discussion. Now, if you've just joined us, you're probably thinking, man, this sounds like one hell of a show. <laughs> Get the podcast, have a listen. So you heard at the start of the podcast there how uh, Rich and I, just a little inner workings of our relationship, we, we, we've kept our distance during when our teams are playing football because it's for the better for it is. the long term. It's for them really, isn't it? It's for you guys. So look, if you if you are in a relationship and you, you just leave each other a bit of space to go and do your own thing because it makes the relationship work, it's just a little foible that you have, tell us about it because this could be a good phoner in the future. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk.